0: You're listening to Radio MD. She's a chiropractic, holistic physician, best-selling author, international speaker, entrepreneur, and
1: talk show host. She's Dr. Suzanne Bennett. It's time now for Wellness for Life Radio. Here's Dr. Suzanne. Lyme disease is a complicated illness that's caused by the Borrelia burgdorferi bacteria, which is transmitted from a vector, a tick or insect bite. And according to the Michigan Lyme Disease Association, studies found that other insects can spread the bacteria and cause similar infections, including mosquitoes, spiders, and fleas. The Center of Disease Control, aka CDC, claims that there are up to 300,000 Americans diagnosed with Lyme disease every year. Now, I believe that is a low number. There are many conditions that have been linked to the Borrelia bacteria, including chronic fatigue syndrome, fibromyalgia, dysautonomia, arthritis, and even neuro conditions, including multiple sclerosis and ALS. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing one of the top doctors in the country, Dr. Nafisa Parpia, who specializes in the treatment of Lyme disease and other complex chronic illnesses such as autoimmunity, mold toxicity, fibromyalgia, environmental toxicity, and GI disorders. Welcome, Dr. Nafisa. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. First, I'd love to know how you got interested in treating Lyme patients and how do they present to you in your office in Santa Rosa?
0: When I first went to naturopathic medical school, I discovered um, Dr. Dietrich Klinghart and I started to take his seminars and classes. And then I had um, the very good fortune of working in his clinic and mentoring with him and some of his top, top doctors for a year. And at that clinic, I began to realize that this is the medicine that I wanted to do. I wanted to work with this specific group of people. They really touched my heart. Um, They were suffering on all levels of their being, physical, biochemical, mentally, emotionally. And it was from there that I began to um, treat Lyme disease. And how do they present in our clinic in Santa Rosa? Our clinic in Santa Rosa, Gordon Medical Associates, is one of the top clinics in the country for complex chronic illness, including Lyme disease. Most of our patients have been to 10 or sometimes even 20 other doctors before they've come to us. So they present to us in stages of Lyme disease where they've been sick for quite a while, at least six months to many, many years.
1: So, you know, my, my interest in, in this is because I see a lot of patients who've got all these chronic illnesses as well, and I found that majority of them, majority of them have not been even tested for the Borrelia free bacteria. They have not been tested uh, with the Western blot um, or ELISA test. Uh, do you find that to be true, too? I, I find that it's, uh, it's really interesting. So I do a lot of these testing, but even with the testing, it is not 100% foolproof. Um, often, uh, I end up doing the treatments. Um, I'm talking about using natural formulations and herbs and homeopathics. Uh, so uh, uh, to believing that they have Lyme or believing that they have these bugs, but it's not um, diagnostic with the tests that are available today in modern medicine.
0: Absolutely. So many
1: of my patients
0: come in and they have a host of symptoms, they've been turned away from doctor after doctor, you know, being told there's nothing wrong with you, look, your your comprehensive metabolic panel and your complete blood count is fine, go away, take an antidepressant, there's nothing wrong with you. Many doctors have told them this, and they come to me, I suspect Lyme and I suspect a whole bunch of other infections and other things that we'll talk about later on in the interview. Test them for Lyme. Usually I use the Igenix test and it, it's a lot more accurate than the other tests and sure enough, it comes up as positive. Um, many times, you know, a patient has already been tested by another, uh, by another doctor through the test, the Igenix test and it has come back positive. They got some antibiotics or they got lots of antibiotics over many months or years and Treatment failed them, so they either come to me having been diagnosed but without treatment that worked well for them, or not diagnosed at all.
1: You know these um, you mentioned about the, you know about the chronic uh, chronicity, meaning they've gone to many doctors and they found that uh, once they got to your clinic, uh, you start you would treat them in a different way. Obviously, uh, you don't treat them with antibiotics. Then is that correct? You know, I typically
0: most of my patients. Don't need antibiotic therapy because I do a whole bunch of other things um, to treat them. Which we'll can we talk, talk about, about that very soon as well? Yeah, I'd love to absolutely. talk about that. Now, yeah. Now sometimes um, I do use antibiotics, but typically, you know, it's not um, it's not needed. So you know, some people react worse to a tick bite than others. And there's five reasons that cause chronic illness: systemic and subclinical infections like bacteria, viruses mold, parasites, stress, general life stress, physical and emotional, poor diet, environmental toxins. This is a big one. High toxic load of heavy metals, chemicals, biotoxins, and then genetic mutations that express biochemically when the other re- these other reasons are at play. All of these reasons create illness because now they've created weakened immunity, inflammation, inhibited cellular function and protection. So It's it's all of these that I work on treating with the person. And we all host a variety of bacteria. Go ahead.
1: You mentioned something um, earlier that some people get more symptomatic than others from a tick bite. Now, can you explain that?
0: Yeah. So we all host a variety of bacteria, viruses, fungus, even cancer. The higher the toxic load, heavy metals, chemicals and solvents, pesticides, the more the body is a host to parasites and microbes. For a few reasons, the toxins create decreased immunity, increased inflammation, inhibited, inhibited cellular function and protection. So now we become better hosts for all those types of microbes. And as well, parasites hold on to our toxic burden for us, particularly heavy metals. So the bottom line is that this is why some people react more to a tick bite. Most of my patients whose Lyme symptoms invade every aspect of their life because they have a really high toxic load, in addition to many different infections, often parasites, mold, and viruses. They've got high life stress and genes that don't allow for optimum detoxification. So the true cause of chronic Lyme is not just from the tick bite alone, but these other factors that contribute to the chronic Lyme disease.
1: I love the fact system. that you're talking about parasites because I treat a lot of parasites in my office, uh, lots of amoebas and worms. And, uh, you know, in your case, I do it with herbs, natural herbs. Um, how about you?
0: I do it with natural herbs and sometimes I do it with pharmaceuticals as well. I'll start off with herbs and I'll see how they do. Sometimes I need pharmaceuticals, but it's not that often that they do.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you mentioned something also about the stress affecting our body. And, um, you know, I've talked to on this show about cell danger response, cell dangerous response, which was originally coined by Robert Navio and how our mitochondria can sense stress in our lives, whether it's from the physical stress or stress or mental stress, um, energetically, our body goes into this kind of defense mode. And that is what shuts down the cellular function on how we can produce energy to detox and get rid of these bugs that are living often in our in our body. What I'd like to know is uh, what your your take is because when it comes to stress often, my patients show up. They, have, they had no symptoms whatsoever of Lyme. They go into some form of emotional trauma or mental trauma or even a car accident and boom, they start seeing without, of course, any, um, any tick bite or anything like that. They start feeling symptoms and having these, these uh, symptoms that end up becoming Lyme disease symptoms. You see that too? I see that all
0: the time. It's so common. They didn't even know they had a tick bite. They had no idea they had Lyme. And all of a sudden, a stressful event happens. Suddenly, they're in chronic stages
1: of Lyme. Right. Right. And, and so, uh, yeah. In those cases, obviously, um, it's not an acute infection. They they haven't been exposed to it, so antibiotics are not the the best choice. No, they're not. Typically,
0: you know, these sometimes these patients have already tried the antibiotic approach with another doctor. And it's just made them sicker. So now they come to me and, um, and we have to undo what's, you know, the damage that long-term antibiotic therapy has done to them. And, and we have to work from there. And it's, it's not an easy road for these patients.
1: Right. I'd like to talk about co-infections. Now, I've never been diagnosed with Lyme. I don't have Lyme uh, symptoms, but I, I did have babesiosis. I was born in Korea and I was literally a magnet to mosquitoes. And, um, you know, I, have got bit all the time all throughout the summer. It's like monsoon season there. So there's a lot of dampness and all that. But anyway, I didn't know I had, um, a low grade babesia babesiosis until gosh, God, it must've been in my forties in my Mm forties, which then I ended up, um, uh, getting rid of by using artemisinin and other herbal formulas. But, you see, there's co-infections that come with Borrelia. Often Borrelia, the bacteria, is not the problem. So taking antibiotics won't hit on uh, the Babesia. How about your, uh, do you treat a lot of Babesia in your office? Yeah, you know,
0: and often I just need to use herbs for that as well. So, you know, the antibiotics, they, they don't, they they might address The infection itself, when it's early on, typically not when it's in the late stages, and for Babesia, for cone sections, definitely an herbal approach can work, especially when that's balanced with detoxification.
2: More with Dr. Suzanne Bennett coming up. But first, I want to tell you about Health IQ, an insurance company that helps health-conscious people like runners, cyclists, weightlifters, and vegetarians get lower rates on their life insurance. Yes, I'm not kidding. This is really cool. Health IQ can save you up to 33% because physically active people have a 56% lower risk of heart disease, 20% lower risk of cancer, and a 58% lower risk of diabetes compared to people who are inactive. And these savings are to to health IQ. Now you have to qualify by taking a health IQ quiz or other lifestyle quizzes like the cycling IQ or running IQ quiz. And you can also get additional savings by submitting actual data such as race results from a 5k that you've run. And health IQ doesn't just take this info and pass it on to an insurer they are with you every step of the way from interest to application through underwriting to the final policy enforcement. It's pretty cool. Now, by being healthy, you not only live a better life, but now you can also pay less for your life insurance. To see if you qualify, get your free quote today at healthiq.com slash wellnessforlife or mention the promo code wellnessforlife when you talk to a Health IQ agent. Once again, check it out at healthiq.com slash wellnessforlife. Wellness for Life is also brought to you by molecule.com. Do you have long-standing allergy and or asthma problems? Do you want to breathe easier and reduce your allergy and asthma symptoms? Tired of breathing aids that just don't work? Now let me introduce you to Molecule air purifiers. Molecule introduces a breakthrough science that is finally capable of destroying air pollutants at a molecular level. What does that mean? Molecule erases the full spectrum of indoor air pollutants, including those 1,000 times smaller than what a HEPA filter can catch, so you can breathe easier and experience the life-changing effects of clean air. In fact, one customer even said that she was able to breathe through her nose for the first time in 15 years years molecule has already helped allergy and asthma sufferers around the country better cope with their conditions and significantly reduce their symptoms so get molecule and breathe easy order now and use promo code wellness for life for 75 off your first order just visit molecule.com That's M-O-L-E-K-U-L-E dot com and use the code wellness for life to save seventy five dollars. Once again, molecule dot com and use the code wellness for life. Now back to Dr. Suzanne Bennett and wellness for life.
1: Right. Can you share some of the herbs that you use for Babesia? Okay. So for, for Babesia,
0: I would use Byron White formula, ABAB. I've seen that to be very effective. Seda acuta tincture by Woodland Essence and Alcornia cordifolia as an herb. So those those three have been quite helpful with Babesia.
1: How long do you have to take these herbs? A few months usually. And then the you just do you t- retest them or do you just find that? Their symptoms get better.
0: I find that their symptoms get better, particularly with ABAB. The symptoms can really get better, and then I'll use broad spectrum um, intravenous nutrient therapies like um, high dose vitamin C, artisanate, methylene blue. Actually, works well for babesia.
1: So you Ozone. do in your in your office uh, IV drips as well. That's what I'm hearing. IV. Yes, I
0: do it a lot, a lot. Yeah. In fact, that can often be the meat of my treatment is IVs and herbs.
1: Wow. Do you use ozone therapy?
0: Mm-hmm. I do. I was trained I find by Dr. Frank helpful. Schellenberger. Yeah. Yeah. At the American no Academy key. of Ozone Therapy. Yeah.
1: Yes. I went to his class very helpful. Too. He's so awesome. Yeah. Love that guy. And he is awesome. And learned so much. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Absolutely.
1: That's you so know. good to hear that you guys use your ozone uh, as well because it's one of uh, the recommendations that I make for sure with individuals who've got. It's one of the arsenals, um, one of the biggies that will hit on Lyme and the co-infections.
0: It is, definitely. So, so once, piggyback that with chelation therapy, with artisanate,
1: yeah. Once you start with that, well, let's let's go to, you know, I'm someone that's a big believer in diet, and what you put into your body can mm. shift your – Flora, shift your uh, terrain and um help your immune system. What are your recommendations when it comes to dietary changes for your Lyme patients?
0: So, I definitely want them to avoid gluten. Um, you know, it's not just a fad. It's that our our gluten is also split uh, sprayed with with Roundup that's glyphosate and that has um, caused neurological disorders. And even if even if it's organic wheat, it can still have that uh, cross contamination of, of glyphosate as well. Um, so wheat is inflammatory to the body, and there's lots of research that shows that. Um, I want them to eat probiotic-rich foods. Probiotics raise immunity as well. Eat foods like um, sauerkraut, kimchi, kombucha—they're fermented. They've got those those um, beneficial bacteria in them. I want them to avoid sugar also because sugar feeds um, pathogenic bacteria, it feeds parasites also. I want them to eat foods that have antioxidants in them. So um, these are fresh fruits and veggies, especially leafy greens and berries, brightly uh, colored veggies and fruit um, because antioxidants help to control free radical damage and inflammation. And very, very important is to eat organic because... um, if we're not eating organic then we're eating those pesticides those pesticides disrupt our nervous system disrupt our endocrine system they're going to make us more susceptible to Lyme so um organic local seasonal probiotic rich antioxidant rich avoiding gluten
1: avoiding cow's
0: dairy which can also be inflammatory
1: so anything and that's lots of, go ahead anything that's inflammatory the uh any foods that that increase the inflammation in our body is what you want to stay away from. Yes. On your program, how about alcohol? There's a lot of people in this country and the world who drink alcohol regularly. And even if it's two to three times a week, do you tell them to stay off of it? I do. I do because their
0: body has a hard time processing the alcohol. And most of them, they tell me, you know, when I drink alcohol, I'm sick for days. My body can't handle it, even one glass of wine. their bodies just don't know how to how to detoxify that yet. So for my patients who are sick, I do want them
1: to avoid it until we can get them to a place where they can actually enjoy a glass of
0: wine and, and their body knows how to handle it.
1: You mentioned earlier that uh, one of the reasons why also that you know we end up having all these chronic symptoms from Lyme is uh, one reason is because of the genetic factors. Can you explain that a little bit?
0: Yeah, so I look a lot at their um, genes of detoxification, and there's quite a few of them, and now I don't use genes to diagnose anything. They don't give me any diagnostics, but they give me a picture of um, of what I might want to expect, so I know that, you know, genes, genes can be expressed in the body when there's certain insults to the body, toxins. Um, Viruses, bacteria, microbes, parasites, stress, poor eating—so all of these can cause our genes um, to express. And so, when the genes of detoxification are expressed through these insults to the body, the body has a hard time expelling these toxins. So, I look at their genes of detoxification and actually many other genes in their system to give me a sense of of what to expect and how they're going to respond to treatment. I do know that they have these insults to the body. That's why they're coming to me in the first place. So the genes can be pretty informative that way.
1: Right. I, I see a, a pattern myself in my practice. Uh, what mm-hmm. kind of pattern do you see? I mean, because I know with Lyme cases, they've got more problems in cleansing the body and and um, utilizing the methylation pathways, et cetera.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'll do, um, I'll do all kinds of labs for them. So... The way I practice is a cross section of general medicine with cutting edge diagnostics and therapies for chronic infections and detoxification. But I do let a lot of the labs drive um, what I want to do for them. So with genetics, you know, you, you, meant, you mentioned methylation. You know, I'll, I'll definitely want to see if they have that SNP, if they have the C677T or the A129C SNP. But then I'm also going to do another test, which is by European labs, and that looks at um, how that methylation gene is actually expressing in the body. Is there, are they, um, high or low in SAMI or, um, homocysteine? Um, is their glutathione oxidized or reduced? And what, what do their, what does their folate look like? So for methylation, I, I'd like to, to hone in, um, and look at how that gene is expressing and then, and then work on treating it that way, target, target treatment based on what that lab says. And what I found is that. If, um, if I start treating methylation before I've detoxed, before I've brought microbial counts down, the patients don't feel such a difference and the lab values don't move as quickly. But if I've treated those insults to the body first, that the toxicity, um, like the heavy metals, the chemicals bring down the microbial counts, and then I work on methylation, boy, do they feel, um, that methylation treatment. They feel more clear in their mind. Um, it's like it's like repairing the body when I do it after, after I've I've done um, uh, the removal of toxins and microbes.
1: Right. You know, I don't know about you, Doctor Nafisa, but I treat a lot of viruses, and I find that Me if too. I help, right, uh, Epstein Barr, HHV six, cytomegalovirus. Yeah. You know, I treat a lot of viruses, and when once we start to. Drop those viral loads down. Often, the treatment for the Lyme bugs really are not as as needed. Not, not I mean, I'm talking about you don't have to hit them on them as hard. Do you find that to be true? Yeah, exactly. I, at least that's, that's what I see in my practice. Right.
0: Me too. I'm so I'm so excited to hear you say this because it's the exact exact same thing for me. Once I treat the viruses, I treat the toxins. I barely have to go after the Lyme. Their symptoms just really subside after that, which is just wonderful.
1: Exactly. I, you know, I, I know yeah. it, it's kind of like, there's, there's definitely a set, a, a set, a protocol, at least the way I look at it is that, um, you know, if you hit on with the antibiotics, sometimes you just don't get what you're, what's really causing the problem and exactly. viruses can yeah. go in everywhere and Wreak havoc to your brain and your nervous system and body. So, oh, good, good. I'm glad that you you see that as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. And and then you know I'm a big believer in supplementation. Not just killing the bugs and management of the bugs. It's I believe that you've got to replenish with vitamins, the vital nutr molecular nutrients, vitamins and minerals. Um, as well as those antioxidants that are necessary. Do you use a lot of supplements in your practice?
0: I do. Definitely I do. Um, so in addition to binders, I also use a lot of herbs to um, to support the organs of elimination. So I want to support the kidneys, the liver, the GI system, the skin, all of the organs where the biotoxins and the other toxins are, are going to be managed through. And then I also want to you know, support nutritionally because, you know, the, the mineral content of our food right now, it's not the same as what it was 15, even 10 years ago. So even if we're eating organic, we're still not getting the same um, the same nutritional value as we did 10, 15, 20 years ago. So it's so important to supplement with, uh, with nutritional supplements.
1: That's right. You mentioned something, binders. You know, not many um, of our listeners might not know what binders are. Can you explain that a bit?
0: Absolutely. So these are substances that literally bind the toxins. Now, they will also bind minerals if you eat them with minerals and other nutrients. So you want to have them on an empty stomach. And these would be things like modified citrus pectin, chlorella, bentonite clay, charcoal. These work wonders in um, bringing... um, Toxicity levels down because they literally bind the toxins, and then I use other herbs to and and IV therapies as well to flush the toxins out
1: of the system. So you flush the toxins out with uh, what phosphatidylcholine? Yeah, with phosphatidylcholine. Um, I have a particular IV
0: um, which is it's got lactated ringers as a base, and then in it there's um, some German homeopathic remedies in there as well for the organs of elimination, some vitamin C. Some magnesium in there as well, and then I also do a lot of neural therapy injection therapies that will also help flush the toxins out.
1: What do you mean by neural therapy? Neural therapy
0: is it's a a German technique. In America, we use injections mostly for nerve blocks or to inject around a joint, right? Which um, you know, I'll 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 do that. I'll inject near joints. Um, but I'm also going to inject subcutaneously. Now, this is neural therapy, subcutaneous injections of procaine um, where we follow nerve patterns. Hello? Yeah, go on. Oh, okay. So subcutaneous injections of procaine where we follow ner- neural patterns. And so when I'm injecting subcutaneously over the skin that um, that um, overlies, for instance, the liver, that procaine literally gets the nerves to that gets their their action potential to fire more efficiently. So it's feeding the nerves that um that innervate the organs and now those organs work more efficiently. It's a technique that I learned from Dr. Dietrich Klinghart when I was at his office. And um boy, after I do those injection therapies on people, they actually say, Wow, I can feel myself draining. Oh my goodness, my pain has gone. Um I can see more clearly if I inject around the skin close to, close to their sinuses. Um, so it, it detoxes their body and it brings inflammation down.
1: Wow, that sounds very interesting. That's That's something that I definitely want to learn more about. Well, you know what, Dr. Nafisa, you've... God gave us such great information. And your uh, website is gordonmedical.com. That's your office, gordonmedical.com. Thank you so much. Anyone who wants to learn more about Dr. Nafisa Parpia, please go to gordonmedical.com. Thank you so much for being part of the Wellness for Life community. And if you have enjoyed the show, we would love it if you leave us a raving review on iTunes. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you need any personal health issues, if you have any... um, Um, issues that you want help with. I do phone consultations with people all around the world. So just go to my website, drsuzanne.com for my contact info. Until next time, go out there and live your best life today, full of energy, enthusiasm, and ultimate health and wellness. This is Dr. Suzanne sharing natural strategies on the Wellness for Life show right here on Radio MD. Say well.